Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What episode is this? Episode four? Yeah. Great. Um, one, two, three, and go. Welcome to episode four of Failing Better with me, Johnny Pallum, and you... <laughs> me, Sean McLaughlin. And this is... Oh, I've already said feeling better, haven't I? Well, this has been an absolute clusterfuck from the beginning. <laughs> we are... Failing better. So how are you, Mr. Sean? Uh, I'm pretty good, thanks, man. I'm, uh, I'm okay. My neck has got really stiff the last couple of days. In a level that it hasn't got that stiff before. Um, so there's a chance that my spinal cord is collapsing and I've only got about two hours of cognitive behaviour... Le- behavior left in my life well that's very exciting it's good to know you're using it in a productive and um good manner do you have any sense of why your neck's so stiff i assume it's to do with climate change or uh, the pillows it's one of those things it's either pillows or greta thunberg i'll um, i'll get to the bottom of it at some point it sounds exciting. have you been using different pillows because of climate change like have you been using less goose feathers <laughs> i've been using more car what's the what's the most carbon intensive pillow i could get that's what that's what i want an oil a pillow made purely out of oil refined <laughs> just, oil pillow <laughs> just just like a just a barrel of oil that's my pillow a barrel of oil burn it every every night you burn a barrel of oil yeah on my plastic sheets yeah uh, and yeah. now it's hurt your neck, so it just goes to show. Do recycle, everyone. If you guys, your... if we've learnt nothing else from this pod, and I really hope that isn't the case, <laughs> but just recycle. All right, guys. For a good neck, recycle. <laughs> How are you, Johnny? I'm very good. Our podcast came out today. On oh like yes. The... I thought say, oh yes, we've been talking about it nonstop <laughs> all day. Yeah, but that's it's to do with the illusion, isn't it? These fucking idiots who listen, they need to pretend that it's like a... Con- oh, yeah. They need to feel like they're part of a conversation. Oh, right, yes. Oh, sorry, I'll, I'll... Oh, yes, it's exciting. <laughs> oh, yes, we do a podcast. Um, it's quite exciting. We've got we've we've had 109 downloads so far. One in India, so that's pretty, pretty, well, pretty bad, really. <laughs> how, I mean, how many people live in India? Like a billion people, right? Yeah. And we've had um, one... But you know, if it's if it's a popular lad and he gets around, we who's have... the most who's the most popular guy in India? What's the name of that big um, film Sachin star? Sachin Tendulkar. Oh no, he's a cricketer. No, oh, um, he he'd be pretty big. He'd, let's I mean, hope Tendulkar's listened to it. Tendulkar, yeah. get on the pod. We'd love to get you on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> we could ask you, how did you get to be such a great uh, bowler? Batter. He was a batter. How did you get to be a great batter? And how did you get to be such a bad bowler? Why are you such a bad bowler, given how good you are at batting? He was actually quite a competent bowler. 
Why are he you... Turn, he can turn his arm around anyway. How do you turn your arm around? Why are you such a great batter? Your fielding is atrocious. Get on here, Tendi. Can I call you Tendi? Questions no. like that and more. Um, yeah, so hopefully it's Tendulkar or someone else suitably famous to help us rise in India. India? Like, like India, we the, are coming for you. Like the economy of India, we want to rise spectacularly in quite a short space of time. Maybe we could get one of the metals to, to come on the pod, the steel barons. I think, I mean, it, it seems like a natural fit for them. <laughs> hi, hi, metals. Yeah, we want to get you on the pod. We are 169 in the Dutch comedy charts, so... Um, <laughs> If you want to promote your brand on Failing Better, we'd yeah. love to have you. If We've you heard that Tendy's the... going to be on, talking about how he's such a terrible fielder. <laughs> yeah, if you want to get into the waffle industry, then <laughs> come on our pod and sell some waffles to the Dutch, because they love their waffles. Do they? I think they do. Yeah, they probably got... They, I mean, it's Belgium, isn't it? But they're the same, though, aren't they? <laughs> All right, well, we're three minutes into the pod already. Jonathan said something contagious and bad. Uh, That's what How I you do. been? Are you, you've, you've not been to the pub this time? Not before the pub? The and how, how do you... I mean, do you, do, is there anything you want to say to me, by the way, about how, like any apologies you might want to make to me based on how you were acting in the last podcast? Not at all. What, what do you mean, <laughs> not at all? Do you think I was bad? Johnny, you repeatedly said that I'm terrible at comedy. Well, well I, it, was, it was a light-hearted quip. Because oh, obviously it? it's, it's very clear that you're a very talented man. So I thought, you know, to, to, I'd have a bit of fun at that oh, idea. Fair enough. But um, you're actually very talented. But my girlfriend's away at a spa all week, diva much. Um, <laughs> and you know what they say, when uh, when the cat's away, the mice will play a lot of chess. I've been playing a lot of chess, Sean. Who have you been playing against? Just randomers on the internet. Is this Queen's Gambit again? You're obsessed with the Queen's Gambit. I'm not obsessed with the Queen's Gambit. I, I play chess, and then a chess-based sort of show came on. I watched it. I, I don't think I'm ever talking to you about the Queen's Gambit in my life before. <laughs> um, what's, the, what's your favourite chess move? You're, you're an idiot. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, I'm an idiot. What's, what's your favourite chess move? I've got a favourite chess move. What's your favourite chess move? Rook to D3. <laughs> is that your... Is that a, rook you like to D3. Like... Old reliable. That's what I call it. Ah, good old rook to D3. <laughs> Cutting off... It's, it's a vital artery, D3. <laughs> <laughs> Never has a man said, known so little so confidently. <laughs> I reckon I could beat you at chess in a one-on-one game. I reckon I could beat you at chess. Nowhere. Why not? Because uh, Rook to D3 is actually the worst move you can make. If you do Rook to D3, you lose the game instantly. I don't know if you knew that. It's a new rule. But, um, no, I'd, I'd beat you for sure. But I am quite shit at chess, but I'd, I'm better than you for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, you, you said your girlfriend's at a spa all week. Yeah. All week? What sort of spa it's, is it? It's ridiculous. <laughs> I've never been to a spa in my life, I don't think. And so, I, I, in my head, it's just like you sit and, and someone feeds you grapes. When she, I spoke to her uh, earlier and she's like, I can't talk now. I'm just about to go into a mud bath or something. A mud wrap. <laughs> if I ever say to you, I can't talk, I'm going into a mud wrap, it's because I am very, very lost on a tour of the Ganges. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, she's there all week. So just me and the dog sort of wandering around looking a bit lost. Yeah. Just updating our podcast statistics. 
Thank you, by the way, to everyone who's listened and um, all the nice comments that we've received. Guess we've got 18 followers on Twitter for this podcast, which obviously isn't ideal. Let's try and build that up over time. But one of them is Fern Britain. Yeah, this we we need to talk about this. I think we're developing some serious celebrity fans, Johnny. <laughs> I think we're like a, one of those cult cool. Well, you know, it makes sense. We've got we've got Tendulkar, we've got Fern Britain, <laughs> we've got Bastille. We've, we've got of... we've got Tendulkar, have we? It's not even <laughs> up for debate. It is Tendulkar. <laughs> we've got Tendulkar. And we've got him working on his fielding in his back garden, ready to, ready to dazzle us with his catching. So, um, Fern Britain, thank you. If you're listening, we're big fans of yours. We loved you. We'd like on, uh, you to get on the pod. <laughs> Fern, you've got to get on the pod. You've got to talk to us. What was it like on the set of... Let me just get uh, Wikipedia up. What was it like on the set of This Morning from 99 to 2009? What was it like when you participated in Strictly Come Dancing? Oh, my God, that's Fern Britain. Sorry, I just looked at her face. <laughs> How do you... I don't have any idea why she's following us. Because I don't have any link to Fern Britain. I don't... I've never met her. Um, but she... I I do know that she joined London News Network's London Tonight in January 1983 <laughs> before moving to GMTV in April. So that was only four months, Fern. Is that your that's secret a, to success? Showing no loyalty? That's a big promotion, though. She's, she's zooming up the ladder. And look at her now. One of 18 hallowed followers of fa- the failing pod. What's up, podcast? Failing pod. <laughs> Do you even know what the do you even know what the what the Twitter handle is, by the way, Johnny? Failing better pod. No, it's just failing pod. Failing pod. Why isn't it failing better pod? Because someone else had that. Son of a bitch. So there's another failing better pod. I think there is there might be one other podcast called Failing Better. Oh fuck. So how are we gonna what we how are we gonna get them out of the game? Uh, are, they, are they still going now? I don't think so. I think they oh, stopped. God. But unfortunately they don't there should be a rule that if your podcast stops for like six months or a year, you're just out and someone else gets the name. That's so stupid. It's like copyright. Let's just get rid- Let's start spreading slander about them. Let's make them, let's make them either sue us or get off. <laughs> uh, yeah, we are the only failing better pod you need. We, uh, we're doing... are our enemies. They are our enemies. Um, so enough of this shit, Johnny. Let's talk Bastille. Where are we? What's been going on? Just a reminder to our listeners, in the last episode it emerged that uh, the rock and roll mega band, Bastille, have named our very own Johnny Pelham as their greatest artistic inspiration. And we're trying to get him on the pod. Do you think Firm Britain knows Bastille? It feels like probably in those celebrity circles where they all do cocaine in mansions. Fern Brady and Bastille are hanging out. Fern Brady. Cards. Fern Brady. Fern Brady. <laughs> Fern Britain and Bastille are hanging out doing coke and you know, giving it the V's to anyone who's not a, a mega star. So please come on the pod, those three people. <laughs> but I've been listening to the album that I inspired. And I really like it. I think it it's good, album. isn't it? I've been listening to it as well. What's it? What's it called again? It is called. I've genuinely forgotten. I have been listening to it. The future is now. I think. And is that your? That's kind of your credo, isn't it? You always say that before every pod. You go, listen up, <laughs> everyone. The it's future called, is now. It's called give me the future because the future is now is is inaccurate because <laughs> the future isn't now, is it? But the one thing the future isn't is now. <laughs> I really wish you'd got it right because I made a whole big reveal there about your credo and I really look like a fucking idiot now. Sean, you look like a fucking idiot with or without my help. Hello. Oh. Um, it's called Keeping the Future. But what's... I tell you what... So it's all about... So what I... 
I had something called maladaptive daydreaming, which is where I, I used to daydream a lot as a child due to traumatic incidents, which we don't need to go into again. Um, <laughs> but, but that's been used. As... I hate, can I just say I hate doing this podcast with you? What do you mean? What a horrible thing to say. I just hate what, it. What, all you ever do is bring up your trauma, which I'm supposed to make a fun podcast. Fern Britain's not going to come on here and talk about that. Of course, you will. this is the, the modern age. People love victimhood, and I'm a victim member. <laughs> It's it's a very good thing, but and it's all about it's all about him imagining a different place. There's one line I didn't love though. It went um, out. He's talking about daydreaming, and he's like, mm. uh, "In there, I can be anyone I want to be. Out there, I'm a loser." And mm. I I never say I never. I feel like he's looked at me and gone, like I don't I don't say I'm a loser in any way. In what he's watched, he's just he's got he looked at me. <laughs> And he's been like, oh, this guy out in the world is a fucking loser. I went, what? Yeah, so that was quite hard. Well, what would you, I mean, how how would you describe yourself then? Winner. Really? Big time winner. Big time winner. Lovely man, wins a lot. <laughs> Fantastic hair. So what's the lyric? So the lyric is, inside I can be, inside something, I can be anyone. It's something like, inside I can be anyone, out there I'm a loser. It's quite a brutally... That is pretty bad. What's the next line? <laughs> I know. My girlfriend's gone away for a week. I yeah. can't stop wanking. <laughs> My podcast uh, hasn't started great. Kind yeah. of big in Sweden. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Um, but I do like that. I, I, I never really... I, before, I think I, was, I wasn't I was that... like Because I was excited to be in Rolling Stone magazine, but I don't really listen to music that much. So I don't really know who the Steel were. Or, mm. But now I'm listening to them, I, I see it's quite a big deal. It is a very big deal. What um, what are we going to do about getting on the pod then? So you you last time we heard you had sent him a tweet. Have yep. you have you had any more contact with him? No, 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 no. I don't really know how you get people on a podcast. Well, uh, hopefully we're going to have a big celebrity guest soon who can give us some good advice on how we can get even bigger celebrities on the podcast. Oh, I wonder who that could be. Yes, uh, someone who I actually forgot to message back about. Uh, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> That, there's a chance that booking's fallen through because of my own incompetence. Uh, <laughs> um, but, like well, no, but there's got to be connections. Now that the podcast is out, I mean, that was what we were worried about. The podcast wasn't out yet when we found out how, what a big fan he was of yours. And so we didn't want to ask him to appear on a podcast that in his head didn't exist. But now this podcast is genuinely number 212 in the Swedish comedy charts. And do you think that'll motivate him? A man selling out arenas? Be like, we're quite small in Sweden. <laughs> We're not that small. How many podcasts are there in Sweden? There must be hundreds. We're smaller than... Like, we're not as big as meatballs, though. Look, I'll get I'll message Tan when we're bigger than the meatball in Sweden. We're bigger than meatballs, Dan. If you're like, what? Bigger than meatballs? Yeah, we're bigger than, we're bigger than meatballs. We're bigger than Volvos, Dan. They're shutting down Volvo factories to build more processors so they can all listen to us. And Volvo Swedish? Yeah, surely. Why? Why surely? I don't know. I think they're Swedish. Let me just check. Ikea. (laughs) Henrik Larsson, ABBA. These are all Swedish things you could have gone for and you went the Volvo. Volvo Cars is a Swedish multinational manufacturer of luxury vehicles headquartered in Gothenburg. Suck my dick! Um, (laughs) Do do give us a five-star review, by the way, (laughs) listeners. Thank you so much for your loyalty. And if Fern Britain, if you listen to this, 
that isn't uh, Sean won't shout anything horrible to you if you come on the pod I'm not well, there's nothing horrible about that you just said suck my dick in a did... horrible way oh did it demeaning oh. It's, it's frankly it's a disgrace anyway let's move past your inability to communicate with other human beings and move on to what this week's episode is about great if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about juvederm lip fillers with juvederm volbella xc and juvederm ultra xc your lip look whether it's subtle or bold can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at juvederm.com today that's j-u-v-e-d-e-r-m.com add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with juvederm volbella xc or juvederm ultra xc do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So the book we're going to be working through this podcast. He's laughing already. I just like the idea of working through. So what we're going to actually do is skim through it at breakneck speed whilst taking the piss out of the fundamental ideals of it. But let's pretend we're going to work through it in an organised way. It truly is a modern show. That's what the modern life is, though, isn't it? What, a skim through? Everyone just scrolls through Twitter and acts cynical. We've yeah, just that's... Got to, that's what we've got to do. I um, I agree, actually. I feel like uh, we, we need to be less apathetic as a people, but I don't really know how to when the political organisations so systematically fuck us over. Anyway, probably, <laughs> probably a conversation for a different time. So back to the yeah, we'll miracle We'll morning. save that for the, t- for the Ted Dolker <laughs> episode, I think. Um, the, the Miracle Morning is a book by Hal Elrod, and it's The Six Habits That Will Transform Your Life Before 8am. Okay, okay. Good for me, because I'm not normally awake till at least 10am. This um, is true, actually. I sent you a message about the podcast. Actually, doing this podcast is really... I mean, I've really got to know you, I feel, in a sort of way I'd never known you before. Because you always kind of portrayed yourself as kind of downbeat, like, oh, I'm kind of a 
Kind of a loser, kind of a, you know. What the fuck are you talking about? That's what I'm, you always said. You always said, oh, I'm a bit of an idiot. I don't know what I'm doing. But I always thought, well, it's Johnny. When you say that? You say it a lot. Oh, I'm a bit of a loser. <laughs> Whenever I ever say that, I'm a bit of a loser. <laughs> you say it to people. You, I've seen you say that to, to like waiters and like door staff and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> can I have a table? Can I have a table, please? For four, and then a separate one for one, because oh, I'm a loser. You know what? This is this is harassment. This is bullying at the workplace. Frankly, I'm sorry. I, I think I think you 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 planted a seed in the last episode when you came back drunk, and so I've come into this one not drunk, of course. I'm, I am professional, but I am very tired and sweaty, and so maybe that's having a similar sort of effect, Johnny. I'm going to do the one thing that you can never do, and that's apologise. And I, I want to apologise to the listener because I know that me and Johnny's relationship and our friendship has become a source of great comfort for you. And I just want you to know we're stronger than ever. I, I uh, agree with everything Sean's saying. I, I am. Um, did you feel I was quite mean to you in the last pod then? I, that completely passed me by. No, I think you were fine. I think you're absolutely fine. All right. You could be a fucking idiot a couple of times, but I guess I am one, aren't I? You're not a fucking idiot. You're a lovely man who just happens to be a bit taller than the average person. And that isn't your fault. Are you obsessed with my height? You know, I'm not that tall, right? You're like six foot seven. No, I'm not. You think I'm six foot seven? How tall are you? (laughs) Wait, genuinely, you think I'm six foot seven? Well, you're very tall. I'm always looking up at you. Yeah, I'm six four, but I'm not six seven. Oh, yeah, six four is still ridiculously tall. Six four is the maximum height you could be but not be a freak that's not that's you've made that rule up i'd say six two is the anything above six two is freakishly tall are you serious do you think six four is the same as six seven yeah six or seven is like is like professional basketball play a giant or you can play a giant in the film six foot four is like oh maybe he could be james bond you know james bond you can be a center back for west ham or a a man in a zoo (laughs) that's the other two options Man in a zoo? You're a fucking joke, mate. You're a fucking joke. How tall are you? I think like 5'11". Well, I, w- I would actually like to be 5'11". Ah, oh. Well, you can be if you try really hard. Next episode is all about how to... <laughs> be five, how to lose. sand your feet down. <laughs> um, yeah, I am six foot uh, four, ladies and gentlemen. And anyone else listening. Uh, but don't ignore Johnny's thing that I'm six foot seven. Uh, I am not a weirdo. I fit into most cars and seats, and I can actually buy clothes at most normal shops, uh, though it, not all of them. Yeah, always a sign that you're a normal person is being able to buy, <laughs> buy clothes at most normal shops. <laughs> I can go into most shops and buy clothes, uh, and not even clothes shops. Curtain shops. <laughs> CEX. Um... Anyway, talk about what, what's this bullshit before 8am. Anyway, what the point I was trying to make is every time I message Johnny, I message him early at like 7.30 in the morning or something and you'll message me back at like 11am and go, you started early. <laughs> well, I don't understand why you're getting up so early. Is it because of Alexa getting up? It's because of my Amazon Alexa, yes. It's because of my... Uh, <laughs> no, my, my wife's name is Alexa to the listener. And she, yes, she has a regular job and so I always get up... Um, well, I always get up under the auspices of making her breakfast, but it's, it's to be honest, it's a really half-assed job I usually do. Usually we go to bed and I always say, I'm going to get up and make you breakfast in the morning, make it easier. And then the alarm goes off. She gets up. I fall back to sleep. She comes in and goes, I thought you were making me breakfast. I go, I am making you fucking breakfast. <laughs> then I get up, do a bad job and uh, sort of 
general veil of discontent hangs over the relationship. And then you send me a passive-aggressive text going, Johnny, have you listened to this thing yet? I go, of course not. I'll do it in four hours when I'm awake, after a coffee and a dog walk. I am... But yeah, so that's... um, But So this says... But I think it says, you're about to discover how to create the most extraordinary life you've ever imagined right now. So let's dive in, shall we? How extraordinary when you were doing maladaptive daydreaming did your life get? Uh, I spent quite a lot of time pretending to be a pirate. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like I need to explain maladaptive daydreaming now because, um, so basically, because of the trauma, um, I am kind of quite sort of um, uh, in depth daydreams about uh how i wished my life was going and it involved me being different people for instance a football manager or an oscar winner or a pirate and these would be quite long stories which would go on for quite a while and which one of these three do you think is most attainable to you now a pirate football manager or oscar winner yeah i think pirate because really to become a pirate all you need to do is you know lose a leg lose an eye and get a boat In that order? Does it have to be in that order? You can do it in any order. You can mix it up, get a boat first, and then use the leg. You could become a Somali pirate, or like, you know, one of those I, sort of pirates. I like the idea that you think I wouldn't be instantly taken captive. If I wandered on like, hey guys, why not? I want to become a pirate. You want to let me on your boat? All right, I see what you've done here. You're all trying to kill me. <laughs> I wonder what they'd call the film based on you. Wouldn't it be called Captain Phillips, would it? Podcaster, called- Podcaster Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> a stupid wanker gets captured. <laughs> Hi there, Somalian the, pirate. From the studio that brought you Captain Phillips comes a brand new thriller called A uh. Stupid Wanker Gets Captured. <laughs> I'm Podcast Johnny. <laughs> Can I join your boat, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um... um. So shall I talk through these? Um, he's got six lifesavers, and uh, the savers spells out what you're supposed to do. So S. Oh, so it's like a what's that called again? That thing. Oh fuck knows. I know what you mean. An though. acronym. I don't think it's an acronym. It, maybe yeah, yeah. I yeah. know. Oh, is it an acronym when it spells something? That means it's something else, isn't it? It's like I know. I know. You you did linguistics. You should know this. I got a fucking third, and you know it, Johnny. <laughs> Can we move on from that? Let's draw a line on that. That's whole my whole education. Okay. <laughs> Third is a disgraceful result. Um, so S is for silence, which is basically meditate, meditating. Now, do you meditate, Sean? I've tried to meditate on a couple of occasions. And how's it gone? I've gone in with in uh, in good faith. I've tried, and I've really attempted to. I wouldn't say either of them have been a success. So you've literally tried it twice. I thought you met a couple of times. But you've done it twice in your life. I mean, twice, yeah. I mean, literally, I've done it twice. Once at university, and then I think that's about five years ago. <laughs> what happened that made you go, fucking, I need to meditate? <laughs> feels like... I just, because uh, people always say, and I still sometimes think about maybe I should meditate more, because people say it's such such a good thing for the soul, you know? It's such a, it's such a good thing in your life. If you, but I don't really understand what it is, what they say about meditation. I, I don't medita- understand what they mean by that. I've meditated for a bit, and it does genuinely, it helps a lot when I do it. I think it just means, I, I guess it just tunes me into my body and stops. I guess it just, yeah, I think it just helps me. What the be fuck are you blabbered on about? What? what? Like, I <laughs> what, this podcast had quite a mean tone on it today. I'm sorry. sorry. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. It's all right. 
You fucking cunt. Um, oh no. <laughs> I am. Um, yeah, it just helps you get into your body and like, like. I, I can only do five minutes before, before I get is, bored. But what is it? What is? Get, is, is the point that you're meant to clear your mind, or is the I point get, that you're meant to focus on something? I think you. I mean, I guess there's various different forms, and I'm certainly not an expert. But I think the idea from when I've done it is just to, to get. Um, to just hear what you're think, like to hear what you're thinking, and just let it pass you by. So you're not like caught up in it. You're just able to go, oh, that's what I'm thinking today, but that's not necessarily real, or and just then go about your day. Does that make sense? It kind of makes sense. Um, and it is helpful, but it's the sort of thing where it's like you have to be so organised to do it. Like there's that thing about like someone saying that like um, all this guy in anger management was like all the anger techniques work until I feel angry. And I sort of feel that way about this. It's like if you're if you're already in a stage where you're able to meditate, you probably don't need to meditate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. I see I guess my, my my problem is I never really looked into what meditation was. And so I just sort of sat on the ground and went, um I just assumed <laughs> that there'd be some sort of uh deliverance would take place in my head. Uh, so you were you were buzzing like a bee, going, "This isn't doing anything for me." Buzz. <laughs> That's what I was doing. Buzz. <laughs> but so I I think I do think meditation could be helpful. I think my um my uh, but, short... but so this guy says you should meditate for, as soon as you wake up. You should meditate. Yes, that's his idea. That's never going to happen. Well, I guess the thing is, you can probably like find basically because this takes about an hour to do. So his basic idea is, you um, you need an hour or so in the morning to yourself where you do these six things, and then you can that'll like make your day infinitely better because you're focused and you're driven and you've got clear about what your goals are for the day. Okay. But so so meditation is the first one, listeners. If you want to give this a go, get meditating. Maybe they should meditate right now. We, we, should, we give, should we do a guided meditation for them? All right, yeah. Listeners, we'll just do a little two-minute guided meditation. Shut your fucking eyes. Shut your fucking eyes, listeners. Even if you're driving, get them shut. It's the only way you're going to get into your mind and let your memories flow. Right, Johnny? Exactly. It's quite an aggressive meditation so far. Okay, listeners, sorry. You're, you're, you're a piece of wind... You're ephemeral. You're not a fucking idiot. You're, you not, a f- you're not a fucking idiot. That's your mantra. Yeah, I Say am... it. Say it out loud. Say, I'm not a fucking idiot. Roll Say down it. the window. Scream it at a postman. <laughs> Say, stop treating me like a fucking idiot. I'm not a fucking idiot. And then, uh, open your eyes. <laughs> And, and that was it. If that you was feel it. Karma. <laughs> How do you feel, listeners? Do you feel like you are or you are not a fucking idiot? And if you feel like you're not a fucking idiot, then do that three times a day for the rest of your life, and you will go on to have great wealth. Not necessarily materially, but your self-confidence will be through the roof. Exactly. If exactly. And, you, and I, your postman will leave you alone. Yeah, he'll stop delivering letters to you. <laughs> he'll, he'll stay away from you. No more bills to pay. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Okay, so that's good. So we've taught the listeners about meditation. Yeah. And what's and the, the second thing you do in the morning? The second one is affirmations. Affirmations. Mm. Which is basically, I've never done affirmations because they feel too, they make me too anxious, the idea of doing them. Like, I feel like it made me too much of a cunt to look in the mirror and be like, 
I am a warrior. <laughs> oh, so that's what they mean by affirmations. You have to kind yeah. of, is it like mantras and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. What Do would you, you, what would you, if you had an affirmation, what would yours be? So what, so the idea is I have to look into the mirror and say something positive about myself. Positive about yourself or something that you're like aiming for. So like you could be like, I am a comedian who is selling out the Apollo and people love me and nobody thinks I'm a penis. Okay. Um, that was very. That last one seemed very specific. Is, this, what, is that what people are saying about me? No, no, no one, no one, no one, no one. All right, good. No, no. Uh, I don't really know. I think I'd probably look in the mirror and I'd just say stuff like, uh, "I'm not. I'm not scared of Slipknot anymore." <laughs> were, you, were you scared of Slipknot? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I find them very spooky. But now I'd be like, <laughs> I'm, "I'm, I'm a man. I'm not scared of Slipknot." They are just, they are spooky bad, but they <laughs> but they're not going to come and get me. Well, that, I'm not that scared might... of Slipknot. Why is that, just... is that is that what they mean by an affirmation, or does it have to be more of like an ambition or more of like a quest, like sort of? Honestly, Sean, when they're talking about affirmations, I don't think <laughs> they mean yelling in the mirror. I'm not scared of Slipknot. I think that's almost as far away from what they mean as imaginable. Really. Okay, 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 okay. So how about this one? How about this one? How about this yeah. one? <clears throat> I'm gonna fucking kill Slipknot. <laughs> yeah, that's more like it. Is that what? Look, I'm gonna fu- I'm gonna kill Slipknot. So let me read about it because I think there's some. It has to be like, um, what you really want. Step one: what do you really want? You want to kill Slipknot? That's clear. Why you want it? Because they're spooky. Because they're spooky. <laughs> Who are you committed to being to create it? Oh, so, um, Slipknot's road manager. <laughs> So, and then what, what you're committed to doing to attain it. So I guess meet Slipknot. <laughs> Embark on a brand new career within the music industry. Get to a point where I can become Slipknot's road manager and murder them. <laughs> because they're spooky. Because they're, they're too spooky. Are you not scared of Slipknot? I, I have no emotional feelings towards Slipknot. I'm so scared of Slipknot. Whenever I see people wear Slipknot merchandise, <laughs> I'm scared. I'm like, why are, they, why are you wearing that spooky merch? That merch is way too spooky for you. It's like 14-year-old girls wearing Slipknot hoodies. Take that spooky shit off. <laughs> do you tell them that or do you just think that? I always tell them that. Great. I go, I'm not a fucking loser. Take that spooky merch off. <laughs> and how do they respond? Are they pleased by you, the shouting man? Uh, I don't know. I mean, usually, usually by that by that point, their bus has already driven past me, <laughs> and I'm just alone on the corner again. So that's good. So your affirmation to say every day in the morning would be, uh, "I'm I can't fuck what it is. It's I'm willing to become a music a tour manager for Slipknot because I want to murder them because they're too spooky. <laughs> so you have to repeat that ten times in the mirror and then for a week. What would yours be? I honestly don't know. What would I be? What, I'm, I'm, I'm going to win an Oscar. I'm going to win an Oscar, yeah. I'm going to become a pirate. <laughs> I'm going to become a Somalian pirate. And to do that, I'm going to look up piratey things. <laughs> like a parrot. I have to get a parrot. I can talk to you about the bird charity. Do you got any spare parrots going? I actually got my guide, by the way. Update on that, on my RSPB <laughs> membership. I got my bird guide and my guide to uh, places... Across the country, where I can observe waterfowl, and I do not need to pay for parking because I'm a member of the RSPB. So the joke is on you, Jonathan Pelham. 
So it's quite a self-interested charity then. You've done it for the parking. <laughs> Come right, for the birds, stay for the parking. <laughs> it's not like an advert for a dogging community. <laughs> Do you think dogging communities have to advertise much? Do you, do, do you think dogging communities have got a need for a jingle like that? For like, a, we need a catchphrase. Come for I, the birds, stay for the parking. If I was, if I, I, I wouldn't. If I wanted to dog, I wouldn't know where to do it. I don't know By how the way, for all, for all our listeners who are listening from overseas, dogging is sort of the British way of describing, what is it, a sort of outdoor mass sex. I feel it's like people in cars shag. And then other people in other cars watch them shag. Isn't that right? Yeah, that's that, that's the Jerry Seinfeld series they won't make. Yeah, yeah. People in cars shagging and other people watching them shagging. <laughs> Whilst well, drinking a coffee. <laughs> God, imagine if you brought a coffee to a dogging festival. <laughs> what a bold thing to do. Anyway. That feels like, that genuinely feels like Edinburgh Preview fucking new material note. What if you brought a coffee to a dogging festival? What a bold thing to do. Yeah, I'm a might... Johnny Pelham. I've done 39 minutes. Yeah, you... <laughs> Your cock might get hot. Anyway, let's move on. Um... <laughs> Your, cock... Your cock might get hot. Listeners, he's not an idiot. There's a reason he's got that master's degree. Yeah, yeah. International political economist John brings his wisdom to the podcast. Don't make coffee to a dogging venture. Your dick will get hot. I should write a book called Self-Help Tips for Doggers. Any other tips you think would be helpful? (laughs) For you you writing that book or for the book? For the book. I've Um, already got... I don't need any help writing the book, mate. Well, you seem to have come up with one tip and you're already struggling, so maybe you do need a bit of help. Uh, Other tips for doggers? Don't bring a a coffee, it will spill on your cock. Might make your cock hot. (laughs) I don't know. Don't bring custards, because... Because it might make your cock custody. I mean, basically, don't bring things because it might <laughs> spill on... Or, if it's going to spill on your penis, don't bring things. Or, the book can't be an infinite list of things not to bring to a dogging site. Don't bring pliers. <laughs> Unless you're into some kinky shit, in which case, bring some bloody pliers, mate. Anyway, I think we've gone down a rabbit hole. And don't bring rabbits. Don't um, go down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Your cock yeah. might get covered in dirt. <laughs> Who are doggers? In your head, doggers are just sort of like naked lemmings, just sort of, <laughs> just sort of walking around with their big cocks out, just, just looking, looking for potential mishaps. Like they're all just Mr. Bean. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Mm. I think it's a, it's an amusing world shrouded in darkness, and I want to bring a torch to illuminate the world of dogging. That's actually really nice. If that was on the, the blurb on the back, I would buy that book. Would you? I'd be like, oh, Johnny Pelham's written a book. What was it about? Oh, it's a, it's a guide to dogging. Oh, interesting. It's a dark world shrouded in darkness and he wants to bring a torch to illuminate that world. I'm in. Honey, give me my credit card. <laughs> Do no one bring a coffee in bold, massive letters. Don't bring a coffee. Do not bring a coffee. It will I, get I, on your cock. I learned out the hardware. <laughs> Hard in both centres of the world. Fucking hell! My erect cock in a nest. Yes, there. yes, we get, we got, we really did get that, Johnny. We got that about a minute hard. ago. It means two meanings to heart. Is this swing on, listeners. Thank you so much for your five star reviews. By the way, please keep them coming. You have to support the pod, otherwise we'll never be able to get Fern Britain on. Fern Britain, get on the pod. Fern, Sashin, and Bastille, all on the pod. 
We'll talk to them if we'll talk to Fern Britain about whether she's ever been dogging. <laughs> I imagine the answer will be no. Who of those three is the most likely to have gone dogging? Do you reckon There's no way Sashin Tendulkar's gone dogging. He's too reckon... famous. He's too famous. Everyone would be like, fucking hell that Sashin Tendulkar dogging. I don't know. I think it's some of these cricket players, you know, they, they live a life. Yeah, but I think they, he's like a multi millionaire. If he's gonna He's going to have sex with someone. He's, he's doing a hotel like a gentleman. Yeah, but I don't think they do. Uh, people don't go dogging. Sorry, listeners, by the way, that this has become the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is not about how to be good at mornings. It's about how to not spill things on your cock when dogging. But genuinely, well, that's also as. But they're as not. E- that's equally good life advice, I think. But they're not going. Um, I don't think people go dogging because they they can't have sex any other way. I just think that's what they're into. I think they get off on it. Yeah, you're probably right. I just if you think- get off on it, it, I mean, it's a it's a hard thing. If you get off on public sex and you're as famous a famous cricketer in India, the most cricket mad country of them all, what do you do? You go to Bradford and you go to a forest and you dog secretly. That's exactly. What you do. That's what you do. My dog today. I was walking the dog and um, and she went to sniff a dog. The dogs like you know behind like they do, mm. and then the dog pissed on my dog's head, and my dog stayed there longer than it needed to stay like it was just getting pissed on and was like this isn't awful so you think your dog has maybe found its kink i think my and she just keeps shagging the snake we've got her we've got a snake called snakey and it's it's really upsetting i come in in the morning and snakey's discarded on the floor looking like a broken snake and lilu my dog is just happily shagging the crap out of it really so that's quite upsetting because I love her like a child, but she's clearly an awful pervert. <laughs> okay. Um, I think we should go back to the book. What do you think about that, Jolly? I think... Uh... Yeah, let's do it, baby. Um, v. <laughs> the next v. one is... What's the word again? Say Lifesavers, but it's savers is the word. Savers. So, so silence, affirmation. Yeah, we've got a long way to go. Yeah, we silence, need affirmation. Visualisation. Oh... So that is where you visualise the person you want to be. So you'd spend some time and you'd be like, right, who do I want to be in my life? How is that different? And then you'd think about that and then the idea is then you'd reproduce that in your life. That's going to be difficult for me because the person I want to be is Indiana Jones. <laughs> well, get, get your hat on and get your whip and go look at, get your archaeology degree. That should be your affirmation. <laughs> do you want to be Indiana Jones? I think that I think Indiana Jones is probably the best person to be in the world. He gets to go around the world, protect priceless you... artifacts, and he's and he works at a university. He's probably got tenure, so he's got job security. <laughs> I'm quite scared of snakes, though. I feel like he has to do with a lot of snakes. He doesn't like snakes either, so that's that is built into it. He's always <laughs> like always with the snakes. Do you like snakes? Do I like snakes? Yeah, we like birds. I was wondering how you feel about reptiles. I feel. Well, I I would treat them better than they're treated in your house, from the sound of it. But um, <laughs> That's I, a to- I should say from the RSPCA, if any RSPCA listeners are listening, it's a toy snake. It's not a real snake. If um, my puppy fucked a real snake, that'd be the coolest puppy in the world. <laughs> we've bought a real snake for our puppy to play with, <laughs> and, and she's consistently shagging. On Come it. on, Snakey, play with the dog. I need to get back to my book about how to fuck people without getting. <laughs> Bovril on your dick. <laughs> I am. Um, 
my aunt and uncle were moving out and they asked they asked my mum and dad to take their pet snake for me. They were like No, I'm alright. Well, yeah, yeah my, my dad was like, No, we don't want we don't want your snake, please. I uh, I, I don't like snakes. I would go so far as to say that they're in my top five spooky things. Right under Slipknot. So is it Slipknot one, number one, Snakes number two? Slipknot one, Snakes two, uh, Ghosts. Not even. Actually, I'd quite like to see a ghost. What else is spooky? Um, the sound of a door opening in the dark. Ooh, ain't that your number three? That's my number three. And what's your number four? Um, the concept of vampires. Ooh, how abstract. It is, isn't it? So um, what, do you feel like so? Say there was the concept of a vampire and a door open together. That would be would that be more scary than a snake if two of the things happen at once? I really finally think we're we're we're, we're hitting the ground here with this podcast. <laughs> Is two and three scarier than one? In my case, no. I still think Slipknot <laughs> are so much spookier than everything else out there. But I have to admit, a door opening in the dark and a vampire walking through. <laughs> It's probably spookier to me than a snake. So I guess it's a triangle, isn't it? It's 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 like a it's like a triangle. The biggest piece is still number one. None of the other pieces equate one. I'd say even the four four. What's com- number five? What's number five in this? Uh, man's inhumanity to man. <laughs> so man's inhumanity to man. A vampire. <laughs> And the concept of a vampire, a door opening and a snake wouldn't be scary Slipknot. <laughs> I cannot stress to you how scared I am of Slipknot. I think we should try and get to a Slipknot con. If Slipknot are listening to us, get us on and going. I mean, if, Slip- the- if Slipknot are listening to this, then let's, Come on let's the pod. <laughs> then do not hire a new road manager soon because <laughs> yeah. it, could, it could be me. I Just to let get- you know, lads, I'm on to you and I'm going to spook you down. <laughs> I'd love to get and Slipknot I, on the pod. I want to get Slipknot on the pod. And I, I, I want to be there when one of Slipknot finally says, ah, the spookers have become the spookies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to form an even spookier band than Slipknot. What, what would you call yourselves? The, the Sean McLaughlins? <laughs> well, it's not a very spooky name. Probably uh, Top Knot. <laughs> Top Knot. They're even spookier than Slipknot. So <laughs> that's the that's the name of our first album. <laughs> Top Knot. Spook- We're spookier than Slipknot. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get this shit back on the rails. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm still yeah. Do get do keep the five stars coming. And Fern Britain, we have got to get you one. We want to hear all about GMTV. We want to hear about all about London news. And Slipknot, please, if you're listening, get on the pod. We want to scare Sean. So anyway, exercise is the next one. Mm. Ten minutes exercise in the morning. Get your heart rate going. Get your focus. Do you ever exercise? I do exercise um, much more so in the summer. I mean, I talked about that. I, I'm trying you're to get swimming. Trying to be swimming. Trying to be doing other stuff. It is. It is a shame how much it does make you feel better. I had to run for a tram. The other day, and the tram. St- You've been. Have you been to my house, Sean? You haven't, have you? The tram. Um, no, but I have. I need to point this out. I have been around the corner from your house, which is when we first came up with the idea of this podcast. Oh yeah. And uh, I parked in a what I thought was a free car park, and uh, the other day I got a parking ticket from that. <laughs> so I'm already running at a massive loss on this podcast as a oh, result. Oh shit! It wasn't yeah, my yeah. fault. I didn't say it's. It wasn't nothing to do with me, was it? I, no, no. 
David Trent, who's another comedian, uh, was trying to get me back to a train and he sped and he got a speeding ticket and he keeps, every time I put anything up on Twitter, he sends me a, that I owe him like £50. That's a tough one, that. That's much tougher than this one. Mine was, I needed the toilet so badly that I was willing to risk it. Oh, yeah, you really needed a piss, didn't you? Because I yeah, came yeah. to say hello and you were like, I've got no time for small talk. <laughs> Even if Slipknot are in that toilet, <laughs> I'm bursting. <laughs> Mate, I hope Slipknot are on that toilet. They're about to get the spook of their life. <laughs> yeah, so I think we can both do some more exercise. Um, I've the- just told you I exercise a lot. What are you talking about? You even listen to me. I mean, I, really, I need to exercise. I ran for the tram, missed the tram. The tram was two minutes from my train station. From my house, sorry, and I felt like I was going to die. It was pathetic. Mm, so I'm, that is hard. you know, when you realise how unfit you are. Like every time I go up the stairs at the moment, I'm sort of aware of my own mortality because my heart starts beating. <laughs> yeah, like that's a, pretty bad, man. That's pretty bad. And I, I'm the heaviest since records began. When I got on the, I got on the, the weighing scales, and it's it's numbers. I didn't know they went up that high. <laughs> when did the records begin? Out of curiosity. Oh, for me, like 1991. That was when I was born. Yeah. So you're heavier than that. You're even heavier than you even, were at birth. When I was a child, God, those were the those were the world record days. <laughs> when I look back at what I could do in my youth, weight wise, it's unbelievable. Whereas yeah, now I'm just a, I'm a fat, broken mess of a man. All right. Anyway, let's uh, get onto R, <laughs> shall we? R is read. Do you read? Do you read? You make me read ten pages a day. You reckons of what? Of any book, but just reading is a good thing to do to get your mind stimulated. Do menus count? They certainly do. Then I'm all over that. Woohoo! I do think in the last few weeks I've been reading more menus than anything else. That's why. What are you talking? What? Why? (laughs) Why are you reading menus? I just look at menus. I just look at a lot of menus in my life. Why? Are you because you're eating out a lot? I guess I eat out a little bit, but I think I, 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 it's something I enjoy doing. It's like a hobby of mine is to go out and have a nice meal. And sometimes I look at menus online of places that I've never been and never likely will go. Occasionally, I, I This is up- one of the most tragic things I've ever heard anyone say. <laughs> so you're just, you're just reading. When, when I message you going, have you seen fucking Fern Britain's follow like, thing? You're just reading a menu. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I like reading menus. What, what, what are you getting out of it? I can't say that's the most tragic thing you've ever heard. You just said you're writing a book about how to not get chocolate on your dick at a dogging festival. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's, that's a smash hit. Um, no, I read... Um... Penguin have bought the rights to it. <laughs> Penguin. A hundred literary classics have said that they'll take it on board. It's going straight into the Penguin classics. <laughs> From the star of Wanker Who Gets Captured. Yeah. <laughs> Brings you 10 tips not to do at a dogging site. Number ten. one. There's ten. only 10. <laughs> yeah, don't bring coffee. Do bring some condoms. Bring sunglasses. <laughs> so the spunk doesn't get in your eye. That's why, that, why you need sunglasses. <laughs> Oh God! The problem is you live you lead such a charmed life. You probably would write that. It would be about as long as a pamphlet, and you'd win a fucking Booker Prize or something, or a, a you know. Do you think I don't think I live a charmed life at all? I think if anything, think. I think my life's been quite tragic and difficult, but I've surpassed those difficulties and become a successful businessman. <laughs> 
Right, uh, hit I agree after hit after hit. I agree with you there, Johnny. I agree with you. Um, no, I read a lot of menus. I do need to read more. <laughs> I, I used to read. I used you read a lot of menus. I do read menus. I read menus. So like what? So like what? When you're reading it, say it says like creme. But are you like what would I eat at this restaurant if I was there? Yeah. Or sometimes I check out like if I'm going to a new town, I'll check out some places I can maybe get some food. But the problem is, I'm basically all I'm looking for is falafel. <laughs> so you're just so I should, I should menus not. desperately for falafel. Yeah, there's no falafel anywhere. Why are you are you vegetarian? Newly vegan? Why are you eating falafel? I really really like falafel. I like Do falafel. You? I like falafel wraps. It's everything I want in a meal. You can eat it in one hand. It's got bread, chickpeas. Uh, that's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're a simple man with simple pleasures. Thank you. Uh, those pleasures are eating a falafel. So you're scouring the web trying to find a falafel place in every <laughs> every city you're going to. Right. If there's any falafel sponsors, if there's any you know falafel shops, if there's any wanna... falafel spot, if there's any sponsors of falafel, <laughs> yeah. Get Please tell pod. us which falafels you sponsor and I'll go eat there. Yeah, come, get on the pod. Anyone who's ever made a falafel, get on the pod. <laughs> We're doing a lot of open invitations. to but our, appear- <laughs> our stipulations for appearing on the pod used to be you have to be a platinum-selling artist, and now it's anyone who's <laughs> ever made a falafel. <laughs> get on the pod. You can Johnny, pla- Johnny, yeah. can I surprise you? Yeah. I've made a falafel. Well, that's why you're here. I knew yeah, that. I guess that's how I got on it. I met a falafel too. That's how we met. A falafel you... course. <laughs> falafel camp. Yeah. Falafel camp, which is also where we discovered what we shouldn't do when dogging. <laughs> Don't bring a falafel. Actually, bring falafel, a... falafel would be quite a good food to eat because it's one-handed. Bring you a falafel. Wank, you can wank off in the other hand and eat a falafel. <laughs> It was a great summer, wasn't it? It was a great oh, summer, that. Oh, that was one of the days. But healthy on days. Um, okay, so what's the last thing? I mean, I really feel like we, we, I'm learning a lot here about how to, how to achieve <laughs> what I need to achieve in the morning. So S is for scribing, which really means journaling. Okay. But he needed to say savers. Obviously, if it was J, it would say savage, <laughs> which is not a word. So it's savers, scribing. Do you have a journal? I have a. I've got a diary. Do you? What? What? What sort of stuff is in it? In it? I haven't actually. I was thinking the other day. I haven't uh, gone into it for a while. But I, it's good actually. I did it a lot during lockdown. I started during lockdown just making a note of my day. Yeah, yeah. Of what I'd done. Uh, because I felt like my memory was going. I felt like I was losing my ability to remember things in my life. And I thought, oh, I've done. I've done some good things in my life. Uh, and I want to make sure I remember them all. So I started writing. Do you ever read it back? Do you ever read it back? I have read it back once when I was stoned, and it made me so paranoid that I had to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Why did it make you paranoid? Because you couldn't remember doing the things. I was just like, because I I was replaying all of the incidents in my head and just thinking of the worst possible thing that could have happened. And that's interesting. Do you think if you died, it would make you famous after your death? Is it a good enough? Is it like Anne Frank's diary? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it's just like Anne Frank's diary. Yeah, Anne Frank's diary. <laughs> stay away from Nazis. Sean's diary had a great day at falafel camp. <laughs> had a great day at falafel camp. Me and Johnny just had another great day eating falafel and wanking. <laughs> Surprised to see Sasha Dendulka <laughs> at the dogging thing, but made sure I wouldn't tell his big secret to the world. <laughs> Make sure I didn't tell his big secret, and also. 
He 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 had a terrible game out there at the crease. <laughs> he, he caught nothing, he which, caught which I had dogging thing is actually a success. <laughs> <laughs> his lack of his lack inability to catch things really helped in the year of gonorrhea. Anyway, we got it. We got it. I didn't need to. Didn't need to add that, did I? <laughs> The year of gonorrhea, a sad year for the dogging community. Yeah, it's a shame that they they haven't included that one on the uh, on the sort of Chinese year cycle, <laughs> have they? Dragon, something else, gonorrhea. <laughs> Genuinely, you can't think of a single fucking animal. Dog, they have a year of the dog. What? There's Chinese year of the dog. Oh my god, year of the dog. <laughs> that was unintentional. Sean, that could be I've the name s- of your book. I've said it once and I've said it again. We're going to be millionaires from this pod. <laughs> I I'm starting to think that we might be down a million on this part. <laughs> like the amount I think we got sued by Sachin Tendulkar. We basically said the most famous cricket player in the world is a is a dogger going to have sex with freaking students at a falafel camp. <laughs> but if you're listening, get on the pod, Sachin. Get on the pod, clear your name. Clear your name. Yeah. An innocent person would come on the pod. A guilty person would hide in their mansions and stay away from public scrutiny. An innocent person would come on the pod. (laughs) So anyway, that's the uh, morning miracle. (laughs) I think this podcast started so slowly and has really turned into a runaway freight train. (laughs) Um, I've learned a lot, actually. I do want to be more of a morning person. I'm getting better at it. I do feel getting up early is really good. And I do like getting a bit of emails done, having a quiet breakfast, trying to assess my day. But the problem is the internet. The problem with all these things is they always forget, oh yeah, the internet's there and that'll just distract you because you can just watch like football highlights and stuff all the time. I think that's difficult. But I feel like this is this is my weekly goal this week is to try and do this. Oh, Let's go into it, shall we? That's the end of the second section. I hope you've learnt a lot, guys. <laughs> All right, so that was... Uh, what was the name of that book? How to Be a Morning... What's it called? The Miracle Mo- morning, morning. Morning Wood by Johnny Pelham. <laughs> no, no, The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod, uh, a best-selling author who can brighten up your life. Interesting name, that. Hal Elrod. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I, just, Hal- I, I think both first and surnames is interesting. I've never met a Hal or an Elrod. <laughs> have you? I, I've, I've never met. I actually have met a Hal. There's a comedian in Newcastle called Hal Bronston. There is also a famous comedian called Hal Crotton who I've met. Um, anyway. Ha- anyway, if you're listening, Hal. <laughs> sorry, sorry Any- I forgot about your existence. <laughs> Anyone out there called Hal wants to write in with their own doggy Hal going to be good. Let's get Hal on the pod. He's funny, man. He'd have great tips on what to not get on your... Anyway, um, <laughs> we're going to talk about our goals, short-term goals. Johnny, did you achieve your short-term goal from the last episode of coming up with an NFT? I have not come up with an NFT. I still don't really know what an NFT is, but um, maybe one day I will. Great. Great attitude, that. Thank you. Really good attitude. What about um, you? And What was your goal? My goal was to create my own coins, to create my own currency, I think. And have you achieved that? I don't know if I've not achieved it. I did a gig last night in a local pub. My da- It was my dad's local. It was probably the most high-pressure gig I've ever done in was my life. Was your dad there? My dad was there. Oh, God, that's stressful. It is stressful. 
Um, and they, I think they're going to pay me money. They sort of haven't made that clear yet. I think they will. Um, Feels like your career's going well when you're saying, I think they're going to pay me in money. But what, <laughs> what else would they pay you in? Well, they said to me, they, they basically gave me a milk carton full of beer as I left. <laughs> What the fuck? So like, uh, so that's much- kind of my that's money. I mean, in a barter system, that would be worth a lot. I think. So in a way, have I got a new currency? No, no, no. You've just got lots of beer. You've got not got a new currency. No, I haven't got that much left to be honest with you, Johnny. So uh, how much? How much beer was there? Four pints. So you're claiming that four pints is a new currency. <laughs> God, you've dispensed with sterling right. and you've got four beers. When the, look, when the centralised banking system collapses and the internet fails us and crypto no longer exists, we're going to go back to a barter system. And I'm telling you that a sealed pack, nice, good r- cask ale, so it doesn't even need to be that cold, milk bottle of a lovely 3.8% amber haze ale is going to get me a lot in the barter system. It's going to get not, me a lot. What, I, I don't think it will, because I think in that, in that dog-eat-dog world, people won't have time to get drunk. They'll be just desperately fending off their own property. you got dogging on your mind. You keep saying dog... You keep talking about dogs and dogging. Dog-eat-dog, that's true. That is, yeah, yeah all right. That's going to be the next, next book in your series. Dog-eat-dog. Yeah. First tip, don't eat dogs. <laughs> Uh, well, that's actually quite racist because some communities like to eat dogs and they should be respected. <laughs> I, think, I think if anyone in this conversation is racist, it's not the man who just said that. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, thank you very much for listening, everyone. What's, um, what's the goal for next week? Mine is to do the Miracle Morning. I'm going to do it. I also feel like I need to commit to it because so far, every weekly goal, I've not even attempted. <laughs> My uh, next week goal is much simpler. It is to do my dishes. And you know why I'm going to achieve that? Why? Because we are filming that we are recording the next episode directly after this. So I'm going to You've go. You've given away. the game away. What do you mean I've given the game away? We're not. It means the weekly goal is completely pointless. If we no, the, well, this week it is completely pointless. You, I mean, yeah, you, my weekly goal last week was to create my own currency. The game's already been <laughs> given away. All right, fair enough. So I'm actually not going to. Well, I, I was. In, the, in two weeks' time, we're filming again, and I'll have done the Miracle Morning. Yeah, we'll then. talk about it. That'll be good. Right, great. And in two weeks' time, I will have done my dishes. I mean, if I fail this now, that's shocking. Yeah, and also, you, your girlfriend will be furious with you. Why? Yeah. Yeah, Why? My, girl, my girlfriend will be furious, and my wife. <laughs> and your wife. I'll <laughs> be even more furious. Hello. Uh, dogging. Here's to dogging, everyone. To dogging. Um, have a good week. <laughs> I do hope you've enjoyed this. I'm so tired that I have no idea. I'm sort of in a state of delirium. Don't do this. Don't undermine. We've had a fun time talking about various celebrities dogging. Don't now say you're tired. Don't try and back out of it, you cowardly man. the idea that we're about to do another episode, I, I, I really am scared about what's, uh, what dark depths of the human experience will plumb to. But I look forward to seeing you there next Tuesday. Please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, give us a nice rating or review five stars please and I know it's weird to say it has to be five stars but you don't the public don't know how algorithms work (laughs) (laughs) if it isn't five stars you're fucking us it's five stars there's like an infinite number of stars in the world just give us five of them so that is such a that is actually a brilliant way of putting it Johnny yeah thank you I'm a poet and I didn't even know it we will actually be talking about a poet in the next episode oh how exciting 
Very exciting. And God bless, and God bless the United States of America. <laughs> God, God bless the United States of America. See you next time on Failing a podcast from producerpaul.co.uk. <sighs> How was that? I think it was funny. I think it was sort of always on the edge of... I think it was funny. I think it's as funny as it's going to be. It definitely flirted with being boring, I think. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 